The news from Old Trafford is that Australia have retained the Ashes. The match officials have gone into the dressing room just now. The captains have shaken hands. Not the way Australia would have wanted to have retained the urn in a draw where England had the better of them, but due to the hard work at Edgbaston and Lords, they earned the right to have luck break their way, as it has this week. Australia... A 2-1 up in the series with one to go and therefore with the score at 5 for 214 at the close of play last night. Not a ball bowled on the fifth day, but it's enough for Australia to retain the Ashes in England as they did four years ago. Yes, congratulations to Australia retaining the Ashes. Very hard to do over in England, isn't it, Tim Payne, oh. to retain the Ashes? It'd be very, very good to, to be able to do that. Yeah, once but... the damn ball's broken though, Bruno, it's a bit easier, isn't it? <laughs> It's got me good. Uh, Ricky Ponning said on Sky Sports overnight, Australia will feel they've got out of jail. There'll be a hollow feeling in the changing room. How, how would the boys be right now, do you think? Well, not now, but when when they, the, the game was decided that it would be called off. I don't think it's as bad a feeling when there's still a test match to go. I remember we lost the Oval Test, and that was a hollow feeling. Yep. Having Losing a test and then actually having to go up on stage and try and As we spoke force about a celebration yeah. was difficult. But yep. this one, they've still got an opportunity. So they will feel like they've got out of jail for two reasons. One, they get away with losing that test, which looked likely. And two, they get another crack at it next week where 2019 we had to get on a plane and, and go home. So we didn't get a chance to get rid of that feeling. Uh, this group will get that. But, yeah, you do, you do have to feel for England, no doubt. I thought they played by far their best test match this series. They'll complete the whole way through it. Um, unfortunately, their miserable weather. Um, That's right. Let them down fault. again. It seems like it's our fault that it rained. It, it, we can't control the weather, no. Piers Morgan. Good morning to you again. But um, look, all right, let's unpack it from, from the start, I suppose. Um, do you want to ask you about Darren Berry's comments, first of all, about Pat Cummins, who Chuck said he will step down from the captaincy. After the series. Chuck said Is that, that Pat will. Yeah, that's a big, bold statement to make if it's not right. Well, he doesn't He doesn't shy away from making big statements, Chuck. Um, do you feel... We do, oh, we do love Chuck Berry too, by the way. We should get him on because he's, one, he's very entertaining. Absolutely. Tells a great story and two, he'll, he'll tell you how it is. But unless he's got some sort of inside mail from Pat himself or people very close to him, it is a... It's a strange comment. You wouldn't say um, that if, if, if it was... Is, was that his sure. opinion, or he said? I think his tweet said, "Mark this down, like right. come back." Well, to maybe it. he's looking at Pat, going, "He's tired." Maybe his read on it is he doesn't want to do it. I I don't think that's correct. Well, I know it's not correct. We and asked, I'd be I, staggered if he steps down. I asked you about Pat last week. How do you feel he's gone since then during this Test match? I, I'm well. As I said, we spoke about it on Monday. It's a hard game. I don't think a lot happened for him. Post our last show with the with the weather, mm, mm. Um, what worries me not just about Pat, but also with Starkey going into the fifth test is they both look really tired, and not just looking at them tired, their body language. I just thought the speeds of their bowling when Paddy's bowling one low one thirties, I think that's a concern. And Starkey had something wrong with one of his shoulders from diving. There was talk he might have been had a bit of a sore hamstring. Yep. Um, and, you know, the next test match is so crucial. You would want both of those fit. And with it starting on Thursday, it, it is a concern because Pat played the – he's obviously going to play six tests in six or seven weeks, which is a huge workload just for a bowler alone. But then you put on top of that the mental stress or mm. or um, fatigue of captaining a side in a big series and the scrutiny that he's under every day is probably something he hasn't 
had to deal with so far in his test career. They've done really well. Um, and whilst they're still in front of the series, the Nash's series as a captain, I can tell you can can be draining. Mm, mm. And I hope he's dealing with that. I hope he's got – I know he's got some good support around him there, but he's obviously a huge key for us winning the, the fifth test. But we need him at his absolute best. And when he's – can't get a rest. He can't get away from it. It's difficult for him both physically and mentally. So for him, this next three or four days, I hope he goes nowhere near a cricket, cricket. change room yeah. or a cricket ball. I think they give him the whole three or four days. You just go away, mate. You do what you need to do and we'll see you on Thursday morning. Yep. We spoke about Marnus Labashane last week and just that he'd like to be uh, in some more runs than he, he currently was. And obviously a really hard fought, well-deserved century. So eases the pressure on him, obviously. Yeah, I thought he played really well, and it was a huge moment in the game. Yep. That that three or four hour period where we had to go back out with the the lights were on, um, overcast conditions, the ball was swinging around. Um, yeah, I thought he played superbly, both him and Mitch Marsh, to sort of kill that period of time because we had lost another wicket or two in that period. All of a sudden, you have Mark Wood coming back on to Stark, Hazelwood, and and Paddy. And he's shown that it doesn't take him too long. So mm. that, that game was right on a knife's edge there. So in, in terms of the series, again, like Piers Morgan wants to talk about the weather and, and we'll hear a lot about the rain, but Marnus Labuschagne probably saved that test match for Australia as much as the rain did on day five. Yep, absolutely. What about um, England dominating with the bat, obviously? Um, Wokes and Woods' inclusion um, during the series been been really good for them. Uh, have you seen their squad, I guess, through the, the first four tests? Evolve. Well, it hasn't a lot, has it? And I think that's been the key. There was moments, Bearstow was one where they were like, he's got to go, you can't play with him. They stuck with him and they got the rewards. We, we touched on that last week. His match-winning ability, particularly with the bat. Well said um, by you too. Just, yeah, we got uh, that I'm not one. sure if Hamish got the audio out for us. Hamish, have we got that? Can you put that out <laughs> no, today he, if you haven't already? stitched you. Um, <laughs> but also with his glove work, he, he kept much better in this test match. And, and you can see he spoke about it himself, which I agree with, but I also disagree with in some ways when he said, oh, you know, people... You know, I've had three three years off and you can't comment on it. You, you're playing test cricket, mate. You're going to get criticised yeah. if you are not performing. We understand that you've had a bad injury, but that that doesn't let you get away with poor performances. Mm. We, we feel for you and we know you've done the hard work to get back and we congratulate you on that. And well played last couple of nights ago on your 99. But if you perform poorly in international sport, you're going to get criticised and you're going to get critiqued. That's part of the game. Yep. Whether you've been in the team or out of the team for three or four years, that's what's going to happen. But... Um, yeah, I think they're obviously flying. Confidence is high. They've brought in Chris Wokes. He's added certainly to their team. He bowls, I said before the series, I thought the Australians would be very happy that he's not in that team. And the mm. moment he's come in, mm. he's he's troubled them. Because he, has, he, yeah. he bowls a little bit quicker than you think. He hits a good area. He can hit it. He can move the ball off the seam and he can swing the ball. And he does it from sort of the top of your stumps, forward defence, which no batter loves getting, you know, tested there for a long period of time. Mm. So... He's added to them. I think their team will stay pretty much settled going into the next test, whether they bring in Robinson for broad if he's tired or you go with Anderson again. Anderson didn't take wickets in this test match, but he played a role. He went at one and a half in the first innings and just over twos in the second. So um, even when he's not taking wickets, he's doing a job for them. Now we've got to get to the news very, very soon. But before we do, you, you said England yeah, mentioned there that they won't probably change too much. What about the Aussies? Yeah, we spoke about... Murphy being left out, obviously. Is he coming back in? Well, I hope so. Although <laughs> <laughs> well, I did hear that the um, the weather for next week's not great either. But, yeah, I think the spin, even with a rain-affected shortened test match, Moen Alley was spinning the ball. Joe Root was getting the old one to spin. So wickets in England, 
as they wear or anywhere in the world as they wear the spinners come into it. So hopefully Murphy comes back in uh, and I'd be having a good look at, at Stark and Hazelwood for Scotty Boland if the wicket's like it was for the World Test Championship final against India where Scotty Boland bowled amazingly. It was a bit up and down and a bit sideways. Um, so I'd certainly be looking to bring him in for who though. I'll just wait until we see the, the wicket, Brent. But How did you enjoy playing the Oval back in the day? I didn't love it when we lost that test match, I mm. must admit. And I played a few one days there very early, and it's one of the grounds where the sight screen is sort of behind the crowd, Yeah, if that okay. makes sense. Yep. So there's a lot of movement between. I found it harder wicket-keeping than I did batting to pick up the ball. So it's a challenging ground, but it is, again, it's an iconic ground. It's mm. somewhere that you grow up hoping to get to play. So, um, yeah, it's a fantastic test match. Um, Surrey's a great county career club. There's The facilities there are, are amazing. Um, yeah, and it's a fitting spot to, to end what's been a brilliant series. Sure has, and we ride across it on Friday morning with the fifth and final test beginning on Thursday night. Of course, you can catch every ball via SEN and Adam Collins on the team doing a wonderful job over there in England.